Summertime is filled with sunshine, laughter, and fun. Energy is at its peak for the year, and people tend to feel lighter, happier, and more full of joy. This is the season of the heart, according to Chinese medicine. In this week's episode, we take a look at what that means and how things can get a little symptomatic in this season without the right balance. Hi, I'm Adrian Irizarry. I'm an Eastern medicine practitioner who is passionate about women's health and helping women live their best lives. My goal is to put you in the driver's seat of your menstrual health, offering period solutions for a symptom-free life. Statements made in this program are for educational purposes only and not intended as a substitution for medical consultation or advice. We do not claim to diagnose, treat, or cure any diseases. This podcast is inclusive and welcomes all gender identities. The focus of the program is on biological function and we will use the term women throughout, but it is referencing physiological and social challenges for biology, not identity. Come as you are, I am happy you're here and welcome all performances of identity. I hope you find something helpful in this show. Welcome back to another episode of the Reproductive Rebel Podcast. We are in summer, or at least those of us in the Northern Hemisphere. And I know if you are in Northern climates like I am, summer is a very welcome sign. So I wanted to take a few minutes this week and just talk about the season and what it looks like from an Eastern medicine perspective. In Chinese medicine, summer is the season of the heart. So let me explain what that means. Ancient Chinese practitioners identified there are five elements that constitute the natural world. These elements are fire, earth, metal, water, and wood. If you remember in season one, we talked about spring and the season of wood. If you weren't with us when we did this episode in season one, I would highly suggest going back and checking out episode three of season one, because that was a fabulous conversation with a doctor of acupuncture about what that all means. And if you have been with us this whole time, I'm so glad that you're here. So I thought that it would be really fitting in the season of fire to talk about summer and the season of the heart. So summer, from a Chinese medicine perspective, runs from right about where we are right now through mid-August. And it's often a time of socializing and celebrating. So just think about what you normally do during the summertime. You celebrate birthdays, you go places, you do things. There's usually a lot of activity and energy in this season. Energy's at its highest, just like the sun. So coming through summer solstice, the days are the longest they are all year. Energy is highest, light is brightest. That is the fire element at its peak. So just like any fire, if it is left unbalanced, it can blaze out of control. And when that happens, it creates undesirable symptoms in the body. So the fire element in Eastern medicine governs the Shen or the spirit. 
So when the heart is in balance, it fosters warm, heartfelt connections, joyful laughter, playful camaraderie. It's very positive and uplifting. But just like any fire getting out of control, when fire isn't balanced, we can be symptomatic. So for example, if we have too little heart fire, we feel very unmotivated. We feel very empty or deep forlorn sadness. There isn't enough joy if you think about where the balance point is. So if being balanced is joyful and heartfelt and exactly that happy-go-lucky kind of feeling that we want to have, not having enough fire will be the opposite of that. Too much heart fire can actually become very manic. It's extreme rage. And that rage can be so manic that it burns everything down in its path. How do we create balance in this element? So just like in nature, water tends to put the fire out. So if someone is swinging too far into this manic, restless, struggling to fall asleep side of things, pulling in things like the kidney, so foods that support the kidneys, which is the water element in Chinese medicine, and foods that support the heart can be very supportive in terms of calming down symptoms like that. So let me just take a second and spell out the nuance here. So sleep problems are a chronic thing for a lot of people in general, but there is a difference from an East Asian medicine viewpoint. So Chinese medicine, for example, looks at having a hard time falling asleep, being more connected to the heart. And if you fall asleep okay, but you're waking, for example, at one and three in the morning, that's more of a liver thing. So that oftentimes we see that pick up a lot more in the springtime or in certain phases of a woman's life that happens too. But as we're looking at this, the symptoms that tend to creep in the summertime is that falling asleep part. So you go to bed and you lay awake and you stare at the ceiling and you go, okay, anytime now, is this sleep going to come? Oh, come on. And you get up and you change locations and you try to fall back asleep again. That is a kind of symptom that I would expect to see during the summer season. So let's go back to how we can support symptoms as they start to creep up during this season. Like I said, Pulling in foods that support the kidney, which is the water element, and the heart, which is the fire element, can be very effective in terms of calming down symptoms. So the kinds of foods, for example, that would support the kidneys are black and blue. That's a really easy way to remember it. So for example, things like blackberries or blueberries would be a great example of something that can be very supportive for the kidneys. Foods that support the heart are red. This can look like raspberries, strawberries, tomatoes, cherries, anything where the flesh of the fruit is red. Interesting how the foods that tend to be ripe in the summer season are the ones that really help with these types of symptoms manifesting. 
I just think back to when I was a kid in the middle of July, we used to go out and pick blackberries in my grandmother's backyard. And I always looked forward to the second week of July because that's exactly when we would be able to go out. And she had tons of blackberry bushes. They were little prickly buggers, but we would go out and with buckets and we would just pick the blackberries. But blackberries coming to their full ripened fruition in July is right in the season of the heart. So nature tends to give us what we need in the seasons that we need it in. If we look to the things that are seasonally ripe in the areas that we live in and we try to eat in that way, you're going to find there's a lot more balance in your body overall. So other ways that we can support our body during this season is eating small cooked meals and drinking lots of water. So the temperatures are warmer, making sure we're staying hydrated. And this small cooked meal idea keeps your digestive tract from being overstressed. You're getting chi from the foods that you're eating. They're small, they're easy to digest, so you can get all the good stuff from the meals that you're having and you're not overstressing your system because you're giving your tummy the ability to digest everything. Things to avoid, okay? Um, when I say avoid, some people are going to be really unhappy that coffee's on this list. I totally respect that. But what I'm saying is avoid it or definitely cut back on it. So if you're a three cup of coffee a day kind of person, you might see more issues with sleep and with feeling restless and irritable and things like that during this season. So maybe try cutting it back to one cup of coffee. Put a little bit of collagen in that coffee. It will soften the way that it shows up in your system. The same thing is true for alcohol as well. We tend to, in the at least American culture, we tend to be like backyard beer and barbecue during this season. And a lot of times beer or other alcoholic drinks are involved with that. And when we have these things to excess, you're, pour, you're putting sheet into your body. And that's just going to aggravate symptoms. Minimizing or completely avoiding coffee and alcohol will be incredibly supportive for your body during this season. Also, minimizing the intake of raw foods sweet foods and greasy foods will also minimize issues during this season. Your tummy is going to just function better and you're going to feel better. Less belly bloat. The less belly bloat you have, the better all of your digestive stuff is going to function. Your period is going to function better and so on and so forth. So these things are overarching good rules of thumb to keep in mind during this season to help create balance. So also, just like in the spring, stress management is important. So again, we have this tendency towards rage when things are out of balance, just like irritability and frustration and having tempers flare in the spring, that same kind of idea. It's being generated from a different place and for, from a different reason. But being able to manage your stress during this season is really important. So here are just some quick tips and overarching ideas for the season of the heart in order to be able to support yourself in a meaningful way 
so that you don't find yourself being unable to enjoy all of the gifts that the summer season brings because you are having symptoms creep in that make you feel lousy. So if you find this kind of information fascinating and want to learn more, feel free to check out our Body Wisdom membership. We take a deeper dive into topics just like this to help you create a meaningful change in your life. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Reproductive Rebel. Reproductive Rebel is recorded by certified peristeam hydrotherapist, herbalist, sound healer, and Chinese nutritional therapist, Adrian Irizari of Moon Essence, LLC. If you are interested in setting up an appointment with Adrian for one-on-one support, ordering from our store, or checking out our course offerings, visit our website at moonessence.life. Be sure to subscribe to our newsletter to get insider information on upcoming events and offerings. Join the conversation. Like us and follow Moon Essence Me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn. Your voices make this program possible. Thank you all for your continued support.